Welcome to the Real Refreshment Podcast. Join us as we dive into motherhood at the foot of the throne with your host, Rachel Carmen. If you are tired, overwhelmed, and feeling alone, this is the place for you. A place for real moms with real stories, seeking real refreshment found only in the living God. You can visit rachelcarmen.com to join her online community of moms who are taking the dare to be in the word themselves as a top priority in the journey of motherhood. While you're there, be sure to sign up for updates and you will also receive a free gift from Rachel when you sign up. All right, let's kick off this latest episode of the Real Refreshment Podcast. Here's your host, Rachel Carmen. Hello again, everyone. It is time for us to wrap up 2021. And I don't know about you, but it's been a mixed bag again this year, hasn't it? There have been really high points. There have been really low points. I would say it was a little bit better than 2020, but it's still been bittersweet. And such is our life here on this planet where we are living in a fallen world as God's chosen people. But I really do believe in a sovereign God who orchestrates all of time. And I believe just like he sent his son on time, he has put you and I in whatever geographic location we are at this moment in time for his glory and for our good. And so as we wrap up 2021, I want to challenge you not to just kick it out the door, but I want to challenge you to take some time to be retrospective. It is so powerful when we actually reflect back on the year before we go forward into the next year. Here's a little bit of a teaser. I've got a whole focus for next year, and I am so excited to tell you about it in our next podcast. But as for now, we need to be diligent and we need to be mindful. And mom, dad, whoever you are, I want to challenge you to get a really nice cup of tea or coffee or maybe some sparkling water with lemon. That's my choice. And sit down somewhere and just exhale and consider what God has done this last year. If you'll remember our original series for this podcast, we talked about what has God done, what is he doing, and what is he yet to do. And so I want to take those same three ideas and ask and challenge you to use those same three points of reference as we look back on 2021. What has God done this year? What is God still working on in you? What's not finished, right? And what, as you look forward to 2022, do you see that God is yet to do? It is such a powerful thing for us to actually practice remembering. And so that's really what I want to challenge you to do. And this is going to take some time. And I just want to say right here that one of the lost arts of our culture is literally practicing Psalm 42.10, being still and knowing that he is God. Practicing quiet contemplation is a lost art, and it would do us well to practice it regularly. I really believe that that is what Sabbath is set aside for, that we would dare to be still before the Lord on Sabbath and just rest in him, Think about these same points every Saturday, every Sunday. Reflect back on the week behind 
and think forward to the week ahead. What has God done this last week? What is he still in the process of doing? And what is he yet to do in the week to come? But we're going to do that in a large chunk as we look back on the whole of 2021. And I am going to challenge you. I've got those three points. What did he do? What is is he doing? What is he still to do? And I've got three psalms for us to look at and three specific points under each one of those for your contemplation. Literally, I want you to think about this. And if at first you think to yourself, oh my goodness, I have... I have no idea. I I can't even remember. I can't even think. I really do believe that as you seek God in that stillness and that quietness, as you dare to exhale with no earbuds in, right? No music in the background. Maybe the birds singing, if you happen to live in the South, like I do, maybe with the wind rustling through the remaining leaves on the trees, maybe You'll be doing this beside a window with snow gently falling outside. No matter what it is, I would challenge you to do it quietly and dare to ask God to remind you just what he did this year because he will remind you. Another hint, as you're thinking back on the year, if you journal like I do, you might want to flip through your journal Some of your journal pages might be more scribbled. You couldn't get it out of your brain fast enough. Some of them might be empty, like many of mine are. I just didn't take the time to write it down. And some of my pages are tear-stained. But dare to step back through your journal. Maybe you take your calendar out and you look at all the places you went and all the things that you did. And as you do that, quietly before the Lord, He will remind you of all that he has done. And I'm betting that he will show you some things that he has done or did that you forgot. And he might even point out to you some things that he's in the process of doing or even build anticipation for things he has yet to do in your heart and your mind and your soul. So let's get started. We're going to first look at what are some things that he's already done. What did he do? What did you close the book on this year? And so for this first part of this, I want us to look at Psalm 66. And there's three things specifically, and this is not exhaustive, but there's three things specifically I want you to consider As you think back on 2021, what has God done? Number one, how has he protected you this last year? From a circumstance, from an illness, from any number of different situations, how has he protected you this last year? Secondly, how has he provided for you? I have found often that God provides for me in miraculous ways from sources I never would have tapped, from places I never would have imagined. He provides so abundantly for me and for you. Often his provision for us is not financial. It's support. It's encouragement. It's inspiration. It's someone to hold my arms up when I can't hold them up anymore. It's someone to pray with me, to weep with me, to laugh with me, to celebrate with me. How has God provided for you this year? And thirdly, how did God prompt you to protect or provide for someone else, right? That little nudge that the Holy Spirit gives us. Sometimes it's an elbow into our ribs. Sometimes it's a soft whisper. Call someone, write someone a note, give something, take something by, drop by, right? 
Oh, I miss the culture where we used to. Back in the 30s and 40s, my grandmother used to tell me about how the neighborhood just bustled with activity and they would drop by and have coffee and tea together and we don't do that as much anymore. But I remember this last year, I actually had an occasion to drop by someone's house and what a blessing it was. So let's look. How did God protect? How did he provide? And in what ways did he prompt you? Let's take a moment now to look at the word of the Lord, Psalm 66. Shout joyfully um, to God, all the earth, sing the glory of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your works. Because of the greatness of your power, your enemies will give feigned obedience to you. All the earth will worship you and will sing praises to you. They will sing praises to your name. Come and see the works of God, who is awesome in his deeds toward the sons of men. He turned the sea into a dry land. They passed through the river on foot. There, let us rejoice in him. He rules by the might of his power forever. His eyes keep watch on the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. Bless our God, O people, and sound his praise abroad, who keeps us in life and does not allow our feet to slip. For you have tried us, O God. You have refined us as silver is refined. You bought it, brought us to the net. You laid an oppressive burden on our loins. You made men ride over our heads. We went through fire and water. Yet, yet, you brought us into a place of abundance. I shall come to your house with burnt offerings. I shall pay your, you my vows, which my lips uttered and my mouth spoke when I was in distress. I shall offer to you burnt offerings of fat beasts with the smoke of rams. I shall make an offering of bulls with male goats. Come and hear all who fear God, and I will tell of what he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth, and he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard wickedness in my heart, the Lord will not hear, but certainly God has heard. He has given heed to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, who has not turned away my prayer, nor his loving kindness from me. Oh, what a powerful psalm this is, a psalm of praise. And I love, one of the things I love the most about the Psalms specifically, and actually about the entire word of God, and you'll hear me say this many times, is the rawness of it. Do you sense that? The psalmist here says, look, you refined us, you burdened us, you tried us, and yet you brought us out into a place of abundance, of abundance. Is that how you would describe 2021? A time of trial? A time of difficulty? A time wherein you you are not sure you could do one more thing? The psalmist here says, yet, but he brought me out into a place of abundance. In this psalm, I see in verses 5 through 9, God's protection and again, I want to, I really want to encourage you. How did God protect you 
this last year in little and large ways. Ask him to show you. Often I have found in my own life that God, when he answers no to me pleading with him for a yes, often it turns out that it was his hand of protection in that no. I really thought I knew what I wanted, what I needed, what I desired, what I longed for. And I laid it out often with tears and groans, just begging for God to give me what I thought it was that I needed. And oftentimes, I could argue from a biblical perspective that it was for his glory. That it wasn't just mere selfishness. It wasn't some flippant desire of the world. No, it was something good that I wanted, that I believed would be not only bring him glory, but would be for my good. And yet he said, no. And I can tell you that so many times I can look back and see that his no was for my protection. Perhaps you will have that experience this year as you dare to look back on 2021 and see his hand of protection in those no's. Secondly, I see in verses 10 through 12 here, God's provision. Look, God always provides what we need. Throughout scripture, we see that is true. We often say that God is not giving us what we need when we have switched the definitions and we have said need was actually want. But We know that the Lord always provides for what we need because our fundamental, our most basic, our most foundational need is him. And he has given us himself in the person of Jesus Christ and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. He meets our every need. Dare then to look back over the year at his provision. Moments when he gave you himself, inspiration, right? Provision, faith, trust, patience. And yes, look for the times when he met your physical needs. How has he provided for you this last year? Rachel Carmen has spoken across the country and around the world to moms about their struggles, successes, fears, and faith. They consistently share three things that zap joy and threaten the hope of moms today. They are overwhelmed, exhausted, and lonely. They want support and practical tools. They want to feel connected. What we have done is put together a community of like-minded moms to accomplish just that. Rachel, a homeschooling mom of seven, knows what the pit of despair is. She relates to the feeling of being overwhelmed, lacking in time in the word. And today, she wants to meet you right where you are. The truth is, you were not meant to do this alone. In the community, Real Refreshment, she will help you learn how to get done what needs to get done, how to study God's Word during your season of motherhood, how to make the most of the time given, and how to do it in fellowship with other moms just like you. Moms, we need each other now more than ever. Visit rachelcarmen.com and join the community today. And finally, In what circumstances he prompted you? I see this in verses 18 through 20 of this same psalm. Go back into these verses. Go back into this passage and dig out what the psalmist is saying here. And dare to look in your own life at how God has protected, provided, and prompted you. Secondly, we want to look to what is God 
doing? What has he not quite finished? What is he working through in you? And for this, I want us to look at the very familiar passage of Psalm 23. And just by the way, I could have picked any number of Psalms to look at for these. And I challenge you, perhaps you'll find one that's more fitting for one of these points or more descriptive of what you walked through this last year. And that's what I love about God's word. What I love about it. It is alive and active. So let's look at Psalm 23 as we consider what is God doing. And our three points under doing is sustaining, surrounding, and summoning. Sustaining, surrounding, and summoning. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, Goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Do you see it? Do you see it? God's sustaining. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The the ASL sign for that is I shall not lack. I shall not let. I will lack no good thing because the Lord is my shepherd. That doesn't mean I get everything I want. That's not what that means. That is health and wealth, prosperity gospel, and it is not biblical. God does not owe me anything. He has already, by the gift of his son on Calvary's cross, given me everything I need for life and godliness, according to my knowledge of him through Jesus Christ. He's given me everything in the gift of his son. And that and more, the mercy of the cross and the grace of of the resurrection. He's given me everything I need. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And then I see that he surrounds me, right? He guides me. He leads me. He walks with me through those lonely valleys of death and loss and woundedness. I'm never alone. I'm never alone. And mom, you're never alone. Dad, you're never alone. Daughter, son, you're never alone. He always surrounds us. I love scripture teaches us that he goes before, walks with, and cleans up behind. He surrounds us. Very often when I have friends in really dark times, I pray that they will able be actually able to sense the arms of the Father around them. Have you ever been in a place Have you ever been in a place where you just longed to sense his arms around you? Have you ever been in a place where you sensed his arms around you? You sensed him holding you? Yes, he surrounds. And then, I love this, he summons, he woos us. He's prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies. He anoints our head with oil and our cup overflows It's not barely, it's abundant. It's abundant. 
He is summoning us constantly, wooing us into a deeper relationship with him. What is he doing in your life? How is he sustaining you? What evidence do you see, sense that he is surrounding you? And in what ways is he summoning you, wooing you to lean deeper into him and his love for you? Finally, as we look back on 2021, we want to look at what he is yet to do. And for this, I want us to look at Psalm 91. This is considered the soldier's psalm. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for it is he who delivers you from the snare of the trapper and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you may seek refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a bulwark. You will not be afraid of the terror of the night or of the arrow that flies by day or of the pestilence that stalks in the darkness or of the destruction that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near to you. You will only look on with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. For you have made the Lord my refuge, my refuge. Even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near to your tent. For he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will bear you up in their hands, that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. You will trample down. Because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high because he has known my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With a long life, I will satisfy him and let him see my salvation. Oh, this is a powerful, powerful psalm. And I would challenge you, we don't have time to chase it today, but in Verses 14 and 15, there are eight promises about what God will yet do, what he will yet do. So where we look ahead to next year, there are three things I want you to consider as we look at this psalm. How will God continue to defend you? How will God continue to delight you? And how will God continue to deepen your faith in him? How will God, first of all, defend you? I'm going to tell you that God defends you as you dare to engage in the battle with him. In Ephesians 6, he outlines the armor of God. And you and I need to acknowledge we are in a spiritual battle. We cannot just sit down. We have got to dare to engage and put those pieces of the armor on and engage in the very real battle. And he defends us. Exodus 13, 13 says, you do not have to fight. Be still and watch and he will fight for you. But we've got to make sure we're engaged and acknowledge the battle. We can't just sit on our laurels and expect him to do it. We must acknowledge that there is a battle and we must dare to engage with it. Secondly, he delights in us as we practice the awareness of his delight. God 
desires to delight you, to show off to you. I was just reminded of this a few days ago. Here in North Carolina, here in December this year, it has been incredibly warm. I think it was 68 yesterday, and it's supposed to be 74 today. And we have had some beautiful sunsets. And we were out on the back porch the other day. It was cotton candy in the sky, just beautiful. And it is God just delighting, just showing off. Some of my friends are up north, and they're getting a ton of snow right now. And it is beautiful. He desires to delight you with his glory and his grace and his goodness to delight you. That's what he will continue to do. And lastly, he desires to deepen your faith and your trust and your love and your obedience. He longs, longs for you to trust him at the level That when he says go, you go. When he says come, you come. When he says do, you do. That is his desire to deepen your faith in him, your trust in him, your love of him such that you obey joyfully and completely because you know who he is and you know that he is worthy of your trust and obedience. 2021 is coming to an end. Some of us are yip, yip, hooray, we're so glad. Others of us are sort of sad to see the year pass. No matter what your perspective, I want to dare you to be introspective and to take some time to look back and honor and glorify God as you remember what he has done, what he is doing, and what he is yet to do. He is worthy. I look forward to talking to you about the theme for 2022 and our next podcast. I'll see you next time. Thank you listeners for joining us. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. And while you are there, can you leave us a rating or a review? This just helps us to get the message out to other moms that need to be encouraged in their roles as mothers today. If you have a question, we invite you to send it to rachelcarmen.com forward slash podcast. And while you're there, you can access Rachel's wonderful resources and real refreshment, the online community. Moms, more than ever, we really do need each other. We need to be challenged and we need accountability in the word. I hope you will join us and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Real Refreshment Podcast. God kept calling my heart. Like, I just knew he was my safe place. I hope people don't walk away going, wow, you're really awesome. More than like, wow, Jesus is really interesting. And he's really awesome. Everybody on this planet is dealing with some sort of what if. How does that one courageous decision affect the whole world? A ship in harbor is safe, but that's not what ships are built for. If you were encouraged by what you just heard, please search Trevor Talks on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com.